Insert disc two. That what was that? That was my accent. Uh, what country? That's for you to find out. I don't want to know what country that came accent. <laughs> so I want to talk about cartoons for okay. a little while. Um, and we'll, I know we're going to talk about the Andre biography. We'll talk about that in a minute. But okay. I want to talk about cartoons. So when we played Batman this week, it got me to thinking about how much I like the Batman animated series and the DC Universe of cartoons. Now, those cartoons came out in the 90s. So I was an adult when they came out. I was out of high school. Um, but I, I dug them. And I've always been into animated stuff, even today. I still watch a lot of animated stuff, you know, more adult-oriented stuff. Porn. No, not porn. That's hentai, but not so much. But, I mean, mostly like, uh, you know, DC Universe stuff. I, I, and some of the Marvel stuff is good as well. What, what And, like, me and my son have been going through all the Avengers from 2013, the Avengers Assemble ca- cartoon, which is a, a very good, very good cartoon. Are you? Have you ever gotten into animated stuff? And what, what were the things you got into, even as a kid? Just a lot of Jim. You mean Jim and the holograms? Yeah. Who was your favorite character on there? And was aside from Jim, I, 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 you don't know a single I one. That was the, I only know Jim. I knew I was going to trick you. You've never seen a single episode of that, have you? <laughs> no, no. That was I was much too young for that when that came out. What? Um, I watch I watch cartoons like everybody else. I, you know, I remember waking up on Saturday mornings. Things that I watched. I watched Camp Candy. Do you remember that? I don't. It was John, John, Candy. John Candy's yeah, animated series where he that. was a camp counselor. Yeah, I never. I don't think I've watched that much, but I remember the. I remember the show. And a lot of the the Disney cartoons like Gummy Bears, and uh, and Tailspin. The, ta- yeah, Tailspin was on the tail end of. I was starting to fall away from it, but uh, but Ducktales definitely. Um, and they were still showing a lot of the '70s shows in syndication on Saturday mornings too. Um, as far as like my favorite animated shows of all time. Um, I really, I thought Batman was very yeah. well done. So you watched I, yeah, I still think about various plots of the Batman animated series. You know, is if some, something will happen, it'll remind me. And um, but uh, and I've gotten into watching um, you know some ana- like anime stuff too, like a lot of the Studio Ghibli stuff. Those are movies, not cartoon shows, but like Totoro. My I've neighbor. I've not seen any of the new he's, anime. Miyazaki is like the Japanese Disney. He's oh yeah. The, he's the. Uh, oh, you're talking about the uh, uh, Studio Ghibli. You talk. You, uh, he's the one that did uh, Spirited Away. Spirited Away, and he said, "Yeah, I've, I have seen a, one or two of his works. He's, he's an artist. Yeah, Best yeah. Best Buy had a, a sale where they were blowing out all these Blu-rays for 15 bucks, all of the Studio Ghibli ones. So right. I bought them all. And Disney was bad. I agree. <laughs> uh, you know, Disney well, wasn't always that way. Yeah, it, it depends. Like, like oldest, like Pinocchio. Well, like that's, that's that's pretty good movie. No, I'm not, no. I'm everything after Walt died. Mm. I've got a problem with uh, just because they're I, why why be so tyrannical and evil? That's my thing. I mean, geez, Walt would not have done the things mm-hmm. that they did. Uh, but anyway, the Disney cartoons were very popular kid shows back in that. When you would be growing up in that area, you know. I, I probably the show I've seen most, Chad and my friend, young Chad and I, were sort of experts on the Scooby Doo series and all its yeah. different manifestations. Really, I and only liked one. The last series where Scooby was sort of like an adult, and it was that the owl was in there, there mm-hmm. was a mastermind, it was sort of like. Uh, more uh, uh, geared toward older people. I thought it was okay. It got a little stupid, but I thought it was okay. What did you think about the new Scooby-Doo movies? You know, where Laurel and Hardy were on there, or Carol Channing? It's, well, I'll and... tell you something. The original Scooby-Doo is the original year. Right, that's that like was, 69. Those, that was the best year. Mm-hmm. The best art. It was the scariest. Mm-hmm. It was the most entertaining. The Scooby-Doo movies where you had, like the ones that stand out to me, I've seen them all millions of times, uh, was Mama Cass mm-hmm. uh, stands out. 
Uh, I always liked when Batman and Robin were on. Right. I always liked when Sonny and Cher were there. I liked the Globetrotters. Mm -hmm. uh, Vincent Price. So really, you like them all, because there's like only well, two no, more. Well, no, Don Knotts, yeah. Three Stooges. Uh, I guess I do. Yeah. I like them all. <laughs> like but, I said, I like them but too. But I mean, th those were clearly lesser shows. They, right. They were not... Well, it's a vehicle not, for they, the stars. But they, they were, and it was wacky. To have mm -hmm. the, especially, like, you know... Some of the stars didn't even play themselves. In fact, I'd say uh, quite a few of them didn't even. There were voice weird themselves. ones like Tim Conway. It's like, did, did kids know who Tim Conway was? They did. I, well, I mean, Don Knotts and Tim Conway were in the Apple Dumpling Gang. Yeah, that's so true. Was, those were yeah. pretty popular movies back in those days. I saw them all. I loved them. Um, but the, the, I, they really, I Scooby Doo. Anytime you see Scrappy, time to turn it off. Yeah. Really, if you see the movie stars, you can watch because they're it's hilarious, but they're, they stink. Those original ones were the beautiful ones. The, they were they never got any better than the, than the original Scoobies. Those are the only ones I show my kid, but he's seen them all. He's him and they still. He make goes into movies. his room and watches Scrappy do under the covers. Ha, that'll never he catch likes me. Scrappy and mm. and him and him and uh, Tree's mom have a thing where they'll go out and buy the new movies. Like I've seen Scooby Doo meets the wrestlers a couple times. The WWF guys. Mm -hmm. I've seen Scooby Doo meets Kiss. He loves Kiss. So when they met Kiss, holy smokes. You man. know, that's it surprises me that there has never been, especially in the heyday of the WWF in the late 80s, or mid to late 80s, that there was not a wrestling, a Saturday morning wrestling cartoon. They did cartoon. have one. I never saw and it. For years. It, I mean, it was on for a while, but yeah, they had a cartoon. What was it called? Oh, God. It was just like, it was like Superstars, some, I can't remember. I don't, it just was, it was a wrestling cartoon. Hulk. Andre, you know, all the guys were in it, you know. Like, I remember I remember the Mr. T cartoon. No, this was a separate WWF mm -hmm. cartoon. And they have some on the network now. They had a, like a, it was like a, almost like a claymation show called Slam City, where me and Luke watched all of them. And they were pretty funny. Mm -hmm. You know, this was only like maybe five years, five or six years ago. We watched them all. Uh, but uh, uh, and there's a new cartoon, sort of in that adult cartoon Camp series. WWE. Yeah, I haven't watched that. Yeah. It looks it looks stupid. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, I, when I was a kid growing up, I used to you know, I liked Space Ghost, for example. I liked the Herculoids. Mm -hmm. I liked um, uh, Amazing Chan and the Chan Clan. I don't know what that is. I used to watch Smurfs for a while. Uh, I would watch Hong Kong Fooey. Mm -hmm. You know the Hanna Barbera. Captain stuff. Caveman. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Laugh Olympics. But, mm -hmm. I mean, that stuff, like, me and the kid watch some of those Laugh Olympics. Uh, you know, I would watch, every once in a while, I'd flip over and watch some of the stuff. He, he just mentioned it. Like, Danger Mouse. I didn't like Duckula. Uh, Danger Mouse, I was, I was like, eh, it's okay. They know. used to show Danger Mouse and Count Duckula back-to-back -back yeah. and Banana Man uh, on early, early Sunday mornings, like, before I would go to church. And I just remember being sort of like in that haze when you first wake up and you're not really sure what you're watching. It always seemed weird. It was so much different than the American style. You know, Duncan mentions uh, Hugo. And I want to ask you, since Duncan, since you're on here, this is uh, you can answer this while we're talking, but was Hugo the guy that was in some uh, games? Like, I've got uh, some Amiga games with Hugo in it. Is that the same guy? You don't know. I know you don't know. Maybe he knows. What, that movie, Hugo, with the clocks and all no, that stuff? No, this guy's this big, dopey-looking guy. Mm. That, I, I think he's... I think he's from a game. I can't believe I didn't mention this. My all-time favorite cartoon of all time. And I totally wow, forgot double, about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rocky and Bullwinkle. I it's the watch, best. I've watched them all. It works at all levels. I don't know if it's my favorite of all time. It's my favorite of all time. Yeah. I owned all the DVDs. You know, there I... I've seen so many. Oh, Thundar the Barbarian. That's crap. That's that terrible. That was a great cartoon. <laughs> With the blob. No, no, that's that. You know, you're getting confused. That's the Herculoids. Oh, it was Thundar, what was Thundar? What was his, his gimmick? Fabulous Sun Sword with Ukla the Mock and Princess Ariel. 
No. They didn't have the blob. It was the most violent cartoon. It was voted. It was it was it was determined that it was the most violent cartoon on on Saturday morning. I always thought that was the didn't the original Dungeons and Dragons cartoon get was, a lot of heat for being violent? Yeah, and it was less violent. Mm. See, there was a runaway it was a runaway planet that hurtled between the Earth and Moon, did and Thunder unleash cosmic Didn't Thundar start in 1999? Didn't they? No, wasn't that part of the spiel no, at no, the beginning? No, no, no. They never mm. brought Thundar back, mm. as far as I know. No, no. What, there was one of those shows was like in the year 1999. Blah 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 blah. Oh, that may you mean that, it yeah, was a show? It yeah. might have been. I don't know. Hey, uh, we could have had a runaway planet. Now, okay, cartoons. We're done with it now. Okay. The big news. The big, the biggest news of all time. Bigger than North and South Korea. Bigger than Cartier's the return of ABBA. We got to talk about this. Did you hear about this? No. What? No. Listen to me. Oh, did they ever go away? <clears throat> no. They're going to release at least two more songs, new songs. They're in the studio pre- making these songs right now. And get this, they're going to perform at least one time. It's going to be on a TV show, and but they're they're going to be performing through holograms that have been de-aged. To look like them from back in the day. Wow. So they're going to be, and I thought to myself, only this is the way ABBA had to come back. <laughs> and they said their songs were going to, they're going to do the same kind of ABBA songs, but they're going to be with a, with a new modern, you know, all the all the uh, modern trapping production values. And, yeah. So and I thought to myself, you got it. First of all, ABBA was so far ahead of everyone in terms of the production, much like Queen. Mm-hmm. They were way, way, or like ELO. Mm-hmm. There were some bands who were just way, way ahead of everybody. Yeah. And they were one of them, or their producers were. I think the two guys did the production. But they're gonna they're gonna produce modern tunes. They're gonna have de-aged holograms. Now I, I hope they're in the stupidest outfits we've ever seen. I have a series of questions. All right, go ahead. Okay, one. Well, that's pretty much all I know. But go ahead. When was the last time ABBA was active as a group before this? <sighs> Thirty-five years. So they they broke up at some in some Wait, point in the distant they just past. They didn't break up. It's like they did other stuff. They just stopped. So being they've happy. never they've never gone on a reunion tour. No, or they've nothing, never nothing, not ever. And people have begged them. They've paid them. So the figure that I heard was a billion dollars they would generate in, in a concert tour, and they would never. So this never is this is back. literally the equivalent of something like the Beatles coming this back together. This is exactly like the Beatles, except this is the Beatles of like that genre. Right, right. Um, okay, so two. Are all the original members still living? Yes. Yes, they absolutely are. Uh, and they're all buddies. They said they got into the studio and they, they got along and they're going to crank out. And I don't, now, does this mean it's going to be an album? I don't know. But just a few new songs from them, it's like a, a, a pipe dream. It can never happen. And yet it has. Okay, my last question. Yeah. Why did they stop? Um, they were tired. I'd say it was a big chunk of it. I think they toured perpetually for a long time. Uh, they were uh, all incredibly wealthy. They didn't need the money. They still yeah. don't need the money. I was talking about Buddy today. If you think about the amount of times that you hear an ABBA song on a radio or in a movie, they've got residuals from now till doomsday. Well, yeah, I always wonder. You know, it's like why are the Rolling Stones still doing this? You know, they could have retired yeah. a billion years ago. So yeah, well, that's got to be very exciting for. Oh, I know you're a huge man. ABBA fan. Oh, so. I, when I heard this, my buddy came because listen, he goes, I got the biggest news you ever heard. And I told him, I was like, listen, I heard about the Korea thing. He's like, no, no, no. He said. Abba's this making is real new news. music. I was like, oh. <laughs> I thought he was lying. I had to consult the. I had to consult the Oracle. So what is the, what's the release date for this? Uh, I don't know. I think I think this year, but it, it might be next year. But it doesn't matter. Take their time. Mm-hmm. You get a de- it takes a while to de-age holograms. There's a lot of going on. That's there. true. That's true. We should perform with with holograms. 
Always, I thought you were gonna say we should perform with ABBA, which I'd well, be behind man, too. Kidding, what would we do? Just lay on the floor, going like. Uh. <laughs> but I mean, if we could, like, I got like the D fat and rehair my hologram. I mean, you heard you, you. What would you, you do to your hologram? You heard me. I'd fit right in. You know, you they mean? just put me on there on the as the fifth vocal. You know, I'd be the, sort of the falsetto You'd be in the right, back right over the, the top. <laughs> <laughs> to the tune of Dancing Queen, <laughs> oh my God! You actually would fit in as one of the dudes because there are a couple of enormous geeks that just they're like, look at what we stumbled into, right? Look at them, and then like, but they've got their crazy outfits. <laughs> Your outfits, we can get you there. We need. Some I've already got the blue. I'm sure they wore something in this hue oh, back man. in the day. You need some flares, yeah. And like a, maybe a, a wacky hat. I definitely need a wig of some shoulder kind. pads. Oh yeah, but that, oh man, I, I was so excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. Be- made my week. Well, I- that's great. I'm, I'm ready to go. I will listen. To- I'm going to listen to an ABBA album. I've never listened to ABBA except for, you know, what gets played on the radio. Get their greatest, just get their greatest get hits the greatest album hits, just chill. Just it's all gold. Right through it. It's all gold. Well, that's what it's called, right? Yeah, ABBA gold. Yeah. It's all, they're right. It never has an album been more appropriately named. Oh, my gosh. Come on, Pixels. Don't tell me you're not down with the clown on this, buddy. Listen, this will make you feel a million times better. You're gonna be you're gonna be on board. So I mean, I'm excited. Sincerely, I'm very excited about it. And hopefully, their holograms go on tour. Well, I think that that or would maybe probably them. That'd well, be they, they can just take their hologram projector and they could stay at home and they could you know just do, like just put on their heads, yeah, <laughs> dance around a little. <laughs> their room. Oculus Rift, you know. Um, so this past week, I uh, got the one month free trial of HBO Now oh, for yeah? the express purpose of watching the Andre the Giant documentary. Really? Uh, that's yeah. not what I thought you were going to say. Oh. Because well, HBO has at least three good shows. And I, I'm not usually... I'm, I'm, well, uh, they've got... I'm watching Westworld, which began this... The second season began this week, which was great. And then they've also got... You know, that's where you get your Game of Thrones and your Deadwoods and your stuff like that. So the Andre... I forgot that they did it, but yeah. HBO, yeah, yeah that's, that's, where, that's where it came from. So, so. what did you think? I thought that I thought it was I thought it was okay. Yeah. I wish that they would have taken all of the stuff around Mania Three. That was the best part, you know, the lead up, the turn, the way that the way that Hulk talked about it afterwards, the way that they brought out his legal pad where he planned out the whole match. Yeah. That stuff. I mean, I was emotionally involved with that. Um, the rest of the story, sort of, it was like I already knew. All you know his his whole sort of arc. I was ex- I was hoping that we'd find out a different side, but it turns out there was no other side to Andre. That was his side. There, there, they and, did not break a. Bu- I watched as well. They didn't go into a play. I didn't see anything that really surprised me. Hulk is a worker, so a lot of what he said was crap. Trust me when I tell you they knew the outcome. There was never in doubt. Really, there was it wasn't that. he. It, Vince, Vince did not tell when, him. When Hulk said, "I never," he goes, "When he told me in the ring, he said, slam me.' And I slammed him, brother, and he said, leg drop.' And I knew he was, yeah, it was all crap. They knew. If you watch the match, you can tell Hulk knows he's down. <laughs> you think that you think that Andre's going to go out there and, and and work and 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 go shoot on Hulk? I mean, come on. And just an FYI, there's a famous match. I think it was against Agawa in Japan. Maybe it was somebody else, but. They told Andre to go out and mess this guy up. He was disobeying, you know, his the promoter. So Andre went out and no sold everything this guy did, 
and was going to pummel him. And this guy destroyed Andre. He just kicked him in the leg till he fell down and beat the trap out of him. You know, because mm. Andre's old. He's old. He's yeah. beat down. Yeah. He can. He's not going to shoot on Hulk Hogan. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he can barely walk. You know what? He can, he can one kick in the knee or in the hip. He's going to fall over. But I didn't realize that Andre had been a face his whole career yeah. up until Mania Three. Well, and, 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 not in Japan. In Japan, he was right, but I mean, for yeah. his his U.S. Has there ever been a turn like that in wrestling history, where it's been so dramatic, where people couldn't? It believe was it. surprising. Yeah, it was, and it was quick. It was funny how it went down. It's just like it came out of nowhere. Uh, but uh, there are very few wrestlers that have worked only as a good guy their whole career. There are very few. I can only think of a couple: uh, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat. He never ever had a, a heel turn. Abdullah. Abdullah never had a face turn. <laughs> you know, a funny thing, Abdullah did work as a good guy a couple of times. And it was always stupid. Um, there were very few, including mean, even Hulk turned super yeah. heel. Uh, Bruno is another guy. Bruno Martino. I don't think he ever worked as a as a, as a bad guy. Uh, so there were just a couple, and you can't boo Bruno. I watched his documentary this week as well. Would you recommend that? Um, it was good. It was they glo- it was WWF made it so they glossed over some of the things that didn't didn't cast him in the best light. For example, when Bruno left wrestling, he left it for two reasons: he didn't like the direction it was going, and he didn't like the fact that everyone in the in the locker room was on drugs. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't say that; mm-hmm. they just said they didn't like the way the wrestling was going. And then in the in the documentary, they say they got Bruno back. They're like, Bruno, you need to watch the new wrestling. And he watched. It. He's like, Oh yeah, it's much more athletic. I'm down. I mean, that's not what happened. Uh, Bruno, they had Bruno had to convince him to come back. He had to go and talk to the doctor, to it that assured him that they were doing thorough drug testing. And then they also, uh, Bruno had a very famous closed circuit match with Larry Zbysko at, in Shea Stadium, one of the biggest matches of its time. And Bruno was promised a piece of the of the uh, closed circuit mark. I think it was like three percent. They never paid him. And so there was, you can be sure that when he came back in 2013, there was a big wad of cash involved because they owed him the money. He deserved the money, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and so, and they paid him uh, uh, quite a bit of money when he came back. I mean, Bruno's not an idiot, uh, you know. I want the money, and I'm not blaming him. But it was pretty good. I would put it on par with the Andre. I mean, Bruno's story, they're both their stories are interesting. Uh, and Bruno's story is amazing, but uh, and they didn't they devoted some of it to the part with, of the Nazis up in the mountains, but not as much. Uh, you could do a whole documentary just on that. Mm-hmm. I would like to see that documentary. But it did show his family, it showed his mom, and how devoted he was, as you can imagine. So it was nice. They were both nice. It's both sad. It's sad that both of them are gone. It, uh, one thing about the Andre documentary, they mentioned that the doctor had. Uh, had diagnosed it with gigantism at a point where he could have stopped. Right, they could have. They, but, they, but he didn't want to do it. Right. Afraid it would hurt his career. Mm-hmm. So it, that was I mean, not a good move. The way that they portrayed it, and I mean, I guess they didn't have a reason not to do it this way, is that he literally he lived for wrestling. That was yeah. the, and and when it when he was done, you know, that was it. You know, the Big Show, Paul White, had, a, had the exact same gimmick, and but they he corrected his. That's mm-hmm. why he's still walking around. Good right. to go. They did a very tasteless angle a few years ago where they were talking, where Paul was, where Big Show was broke, and Stephanie got in the ring and said, listen, we both know that giants don't live that long, and so no. you really need to do this for the money, support your family, because when you're gone, they'll be no which was you know, this typical WWE tasteless mm-hmm. angle, you know. But yeah, but he had, I mean, if Andre had had the surgery done, he may still be around. Uh, so, or he would have been around longer, at least. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you think, 
that within your lifetime, well, I mean, it'll, it'll probably have to be after he dies, but wouldn't you love to see just, you know, the, the whole, just Vince, just, you know, the whole thing, his whole life? It will never happen because there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff that we'll never know that Vince was involved in. I mean, you got to think, wrestling is the shadiest of businesses and Vince is the most powerful promoter in the shadiest of businesses. And back in the old days, it was mega shady. I'll give you an example of how shady it is uh, before, as we close out. This very day, in fact, this exact moment probably, it may be over by now, the WWE is running a show in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Okay? Um, why? All right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with running in Saudi Arabia, but they literally changed the main event of WrestleMania to accommodate this show. It's a stacked card. All right? They're having a huge, they're having the world's largest Royal Rumble, 50-man Royal Rumble. The Undertaker's there. He never wrestles. Chris Jericho's there. Rey Mysterio's there. They're not even under contract. They brought everyone, all hands on deck to be at this show, except for one hand on deck that's not going to be there is that there's no women on the show because it's Saudi Arabia. Right. No women are wrestling. And the seating at the stadium is, um, it's all the lower level is VIP only. And who knows where those guys came from? Mm-hmm. And in other other sections, if you're a woman, a, a solo woman, you can't go to this show. You're out because I guess in in Saudi Arabia, women have to be escorted. To yeah, everywhere. So if you're a couple, you can get good seats. If you're a single man, you've got the cheapest, crummiest seats in the building. You can't get anything but the crummiest seats. It's going to be a sellout. So the WWF has WWE's been pushing the fact that they're pushing all these women. It's a women's revolution, where women's wrestling, but and then they're playing in a place that is horrible to women. I mean, let's face facts: uh, the uh, uh, your women are have all kinds of troubles in in, in in the Arab areas. Why are they doing it? Because it's counterproductive. It's this is a card you've never seen a card like this ever. That's so against what the WWE does. Mm-hmm. Well, why are they doing it? It's because a, a, a Arab man drove several dump trucks full of money up to the front of Titan oh, sure. Towers yeah. and paid them a fortune mm-hmm. to do the show. And it started today at noon, which is how often do they run a show on pay per view or on on TV that is not starting at the normal time? Mm-hmm. They never do that. Like I said, it's a very well. They couldn't show. because of the way that the time difference. Well, no, I understand that. Yeah. I'm saying this is a show that we would never do. Unless there was a boatload of money involved, so it's shady. Is my point? It's a shady show. How much? Uh, how much action you think Undertaker is going to get? I'd say not too much. <laughs> he's wrestling Rusev in a coffin match, and uh, just the fact that he's there is showed you that it's all hands on deck. Show Brock Lesnar's there. Everyone. Do you there. think the nature of his contract is that he just has to show up whenever they ask him he's to? He's tried to retire a million times. Mm-hmm. They, just, they just keep bringing him back to get him there to get Brock there. They themselves, just those guys, were probably paid a ton of money. Yeah, because Brock don't work ad on dates for free. They're in, in speculations. He's going to lose the belt. I'll have to go home and watch the show. I don't want to get any spoilers, but uh, it's a very unusual show. But it's shady. Mm-hmm. It's all this stuff is shady. So Vince's biography, or what it would be, the shadiest thing you couldn't do it. Really, you, I don't know how you could possibly put it on. I guess it would just have to be so many years after he's died and all the people that are connected time. to him. Because it's he would, he would. I mean, I don't know how. I mean. They would sue anything that came yeah. out. They would sue it in oblivion because, and they've got a powerful lawyers, believe it or not. So, no, I believe it. It's crazy, but yeah, for the money, Duncan gets it. That's the truth. So yeah, it's shady, but yeah, both, you know, shadiness aside, both were good uh, for what they were. 
I liked Andre's hometown. I wish they'd show more of that. Yeah. And uh, 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 both those guys were legends. And, you know, those guys are falling off pretty quick now. So, mm-hmm. so they... No, I'm not going to go there. I was going to ask you, who do you think is the next one to go? Oh, God. That's, that's, that's pretty macabre, <laughs> yeah. Take it to uh, the house, Bo. All right, guys. Thanks, uh, thanks as always, for listening to Insert Disc 2. We'll see you next time. Adios. Adios.